This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. everybody this is the other side of midnight tgif thank god it's friday thank god it's frank and we will kick off the first hour of our friday program with a little ask frank anything giving you the opportunity to ask a question about anything you like so whatever you have questions about now is the time to ask 1-800-848-wabc that's 800-848-9222 make them good make them creative make them original and you just might win a prize. Now, I have a question for you. Why do so many people care about what is going on in Bill de Blasio's marriage? The guy is not even mayor anymore. Now, I guess there's always an element of soap opera watching whenever a celebrity married couple is having marital discord or something along those lines. I get that. I just am a little surprised at the sheer amount of attention this story is seeming to garner. I mean, you think there's nothing else going on in the world or in this city. I am not going to really add too much to this. I think it's uh, tough enough to go through the end of any relationship, let alone a marriage, without comments from the peanut gallery. So I wish Bill and Charlene and their two children all of the best. Now, I will say that this is yet another example of the mayor of New York City, or the job of mayor of New York City being a difficult one on marriages. I mean, look at the last few mayors that we've had. Really, the only one who was a longtime married man was David Dinkins. You had Eric Adams, who's never been married. You have Mike Bloomberg, who was divorced. You have Rudy Giuliani, who's divorced thrice. And you had Ed Koch, who may or may not have been gay, but was a bachelor. So I don't know if it's that the job requires so much time and attention. I don't know if that the demands of the job take a toll on your relationship. That's my guess as to what it is. I don't know if it's the level of public scrutiny. I don't know if it's the stress. I don't know if it's some combination of all those things. But whatever it is, if you are looking to stay married, maybe don't run for mayor of New York City. Perhaps it's for the best that Curtis didn't win. Beam me up! To be continued. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody.
everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. In 2018, in New York State, a new political party was created. People that founded that party changed the name to the Reform Party. And in 2020, Curtis Lewa and I led a takeover of that political party from the people that were in charge of it at the time, namely Rob Astorino, who's now a colleague here at WABC, the former Westchester County executive, and his chief political aide at the time, Michael Lawler, who's now a congressman from here in New York State. And what I said at the time to people that we signed up to be in the Reform Party is these guys, they don't care about building a third party. They don't care about reform. What they care about is using this as another line to help Republicans. And the more I see from Michael Lawler, the more that I believe that that's true. Now, the Daily Caller is reporting that Congressman Lawler has introduced a bill that would ban Washington, D.C. from imposing a ranked choice voting system. The bill would prevent D.C. from imposing the system on local and presidential elections for which a ballot initiative is underway to do so. Now, if you don't like ranked choice voting, fine. But if you believe it's illegal, I think the best thing that you could do is bring a case and have it tested through the courts. I think the decision about whether or not the people of Washington, D.C. get to use ranked choice voting or not should be left to the people of Washington, D.C. I mean, there's very little political difference that this is going to make in a presidential election anyway. D.C. is so heavily Democrat that any Democrat is going to win. In fact, ranked choice voting may actually give the Republicans a little bit of an edge in both local elections and in presidential elections. But whoever benefits from this, I think Michael Lawler is wrong to try to bigfoot and stamp out the will of the voters of Washington, D.C. Let the voters of D.C. vote, and whatever they decide, let that be the case. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. One of the longest-running debates in the history of New Jersey is about to be settled. The question has always been, does Central Jersey exist? Now, my view is 100% absolutely it does. We know that there's a South Jersey. You got Cape May, you got Tom's River, you got Atlantic City, you have all those towns down there, Wildwood. And we know that there's a North Jersey, Bergen, Essex, Hudson County, Morris County, Passaic County. So what do you call all those communities in between? In my view, and I never really understood why this was even controversial, but in my view, you absolutely call it Central Jersey. Well, now the state legislature has moved forward to create and designate Central Jersey on tourism maps. It's been approved by the state legislature, and it's now awaiting Governor Phil Murphy's signature, who has already declared years ago that he believes, as I do, that Central Jersey... Jersey does in fact exist. The bill designates counties like Hunterdon, Middlesex, Somerset, and Mercer counties as part of Central Jersey at a minimum, and the goal of the new bill is to promote Central Jersey businesses. The bill will increase state costs by up to a million dollars to change the maps, which I'm sure a lot of New Jerseyans aren't happy with, but it's also expected to increase tax revenue from visitors to Central Jersey. You know, I really don't understand the logic behind that. Are people saying, you know, 
I would really like to go visit Hunterdon County if only it were part of Central Jersey. Since I don't know what it's a part of, I'm not going to go visit it. I'm curious to see how this works out, but I am glad that Central Jersey finally has an identity. You guys deserve it, and we have a lot of great listeners over there and uh, proud that Central Jersey is still wall-to-wall Frank Moreno country. Is it worth a million dollars to change all the maps? I'll leave that to the New Jersey people to decide. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is, I think most people know, a former police captain, and he references that frequently. And he told reporters after the killing of two police officers last year that the tragedy reminded him of the line-of-duty death of Officer Robert Venable in 1987. Here are two instances of the mayor referencing Robert Venable and talking about how he remembers him. It was devastating. I couldn't I couldn't help but to think about, uh, you know, Bernard, my brother, and, you know, I t- said the other day about Robert Venable. I still think about Robert. I keep a picture of Robert in my wallet. Uh, we were going away. We were on our way, to, we were on, on our way um, to take a trip together. And as I heard the commissioner speak, I reached into my pocket and I pulled out this photo. This photo is Robert Venable. He was one of my closest friends when I was a transit police officer. Robert died when he was shot in the head while responding to a job. We were going away that week and go on vacation together. Now, here's the interesting thing. The New York Times revealed yesterday that staff in the mayor's office were instructed to create a photo of Venable days after Adams first claimed to have carried one in his wallet for decades. Adams then posed for a New York Times portrait with the photo, which had been found on Google, printed in black and white, and made to look weathered, including with coffee stains. We have seen repeatedly that Mayor Eric Adams has a problem with the truth. This is either just psychotic or an example of a pathological liar, or this is someone who thinks that scoring a talking point so that you can look like you care about dying police officers is more important than telling the truth about a police officer's memory and how you choose to remember it. Now, there would have been nothing wrong with him simply saying that he was sad about Robert and he thinks about him, but why did he have to go to the added trouble of of concocting this plot that he's been carrying around this photo for decades and fake it, essentially forge an old photograph. This is bizarre. This man has a real problem telling the truth. Beam me up! To be continued. 